Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and my good friend, South Stand chum, as always, bearded legend, Mr. Paul Levy. It is back, full facial hair, and uh, <laughs> it's cold in this in this country, so it's needed to keep my, uh, my face warm. So, hey everyone, welcome to episode 47 of the Orient Outlook podcast, great to have you back with us. Um, as always, just, you know, again, we say it every week, it's probably getting a bit boring for you to listen to now, but again, more listen, more, more followers on Twitter, we're now uh, at 1727, so thank you very much, everybody. Um, obviously, there's still more out there, um, so tell, keep telling people. Um, always include at or in Outlook for a retweet, that's our Twitter address if you're on social media. Uh, we're also uh, on another piece of social media called Instagram if you're not familiar with it it's orient underscore outlook underscore podcast and also as always if you're not on any social media platforms you can email us the good old fashioned email which is orientoutlook at outlook.com that was beautiful thanks man well done so this week's been busy as always and we've had listens in various countries around the world so thank you for listening worldwide in Germany Venezuela that's a new one Venezuela right came up last week okay um Korea, yeah, but we know who that is now. Yeah, I think. Yep, yeah, which we'll say in a sec. Yep, China, yeah, USA with nine. Nine. So who are you? They're loving it. Please get in touch with us. Yep, Switzerland. Yep, Spain, Norway, Mexico, and France. So thank Mexico you. Mexico, we know as well now. Yep, and so thank you all for your listens and long may it continue up the yeah. So uh, we had an email from Ben Frosdick um, who contacted us. Uh, to say, hi guys, I listen to the podcast every week from Seoul, South Korea. First of all, I'd like to say thanks for the great service you give to expats and other people away from games. Being so far from home means it's difficult to keep up with non-Premier League football, and your podcast has been my lifeline in keeping up with the O's, especially during last year's turbulence. It's nice to listen to intelligent football talk without bias. I wouldn't say we're intelligent, uh, but, but I was going to say, you are talking about our podcast. <laughs> I don't think you are. Um, about myself, I hail from East Ham, or E6, so it's either East Ham or Beckton, I think, and I followed the O's for a number of years, and when I lived at home, I tried to get to as many games as possible. These days, the 6,000 miles between Seoul and London make it difficult to attend, although I flew straight home for the playoff final. This added to the disappointment and made it for a very depressing wow. 20 hour flight home. Wow, well done for making the playoff final. Oh, 20 hours, that is dedicated. I thought two hours from, from <laughs> Hainault was tough, but 20. <laughs> Fair play to you, mate. So he goes on to say, Keep up the good work. I'll continue to listen from afar. Ben, thank you. Uh, and it's great to know that it is being appreciated. It, it is why we started doing it, and it is why we carry on doing it to, to help bring everyone. Uh, up to date and informed about what's going on. So nice one, thank you. We had another one yep. come in as well. Yeah, this was from at m underscore c underscore Rowley who said, "Hi guys, just listened to episode forty six. I think I'm the Mexico O. You asked about. Are there more of us here? Question mark. Great work, chaps. Yeah, so, so again, thanks for the tweets. Brilliant to hear. And if uh, you are in Mexico, please let us know. Get in touch with us if there are any more of you out there. Absolutely. So we've used for episode forty six. That was last week. So we had a tweet. Uh, in response to our views on us not taking our chances against Northampton. And this tweet was from at Janine Edelman, who said, I disagree with the phrase, you have to take your chances. Yesterday's efforts were on target, only to be stopped by excellent keeping. So, it's a fair point. Fair point, yeah. Yep, that opened up discussion. I think Mike Brown Music was yes. was involved in that. That was quite an interesting discussion. At Essex underscore O says, can't sleep, so listening to episode 46 of At Orient Outlook podcast, very good so far. Glad uh, glad we can help with the insomnia. Yeah, absolutely. You know, doing our bit for, for those people. Yeah, cool. at Grain 75 going away on international duty. Well, <laughs> at least I've got the new Orient Outlook to listen to on the flight. A 
I just need to fill the other eight hours and 17 minutes and here's going to be the shameless plug. In eight hours, 17 minutes, you can listen to all our back catalogue. Absolutely. As well as uh, such the classic interviews. interviews such as <laughs> Kevin Lisby, Matt Lockwood, Scott McLeish, etc. Et <laughs> Brilliant. Um, <laughs> at Vince Howard 73 said, totally agree with Paul regarding Joby. Must be at least used as a sub. Squad is not big enough to leave players out on purpose. Also agree with concerns that we've been out, out already and lack creativity to unlock your tweet there Vince but don't agree with Paul because he gets big headed about it uh, <laughs> at Tom P 1984 said great pod again keep us on top form in two three last games less negativity than three draws against teams in top half so not too bad yeah. so we're talking it's about keep, the opposition, games, yeah. opposition keepers yep at Gingery ID 81 said great pod again guys I would have left Northampton when they scored for sure first trip this season down Brisbane Road tonight yeah. It's good to see you, Mark. Yeah, and at The Menace, 1881, said, great episode, guys, but take your holidays in the close season as you were both needed on the podcast. Cool. Yep. At Colin Jeffrey 67 great listen, lads, and i got to mention, you pay more attention to me than the wife and kids. <laughs> well, doing our bit for family relations there. Brilliant tweet. And lastly, at Nickelmarty79, said, another great pod, guys. I'm listening just after the Carlisle game, mm. which was disappointing, but one game doesn't make a season. Great point. Yep, so thanks for all your tweets. Keep them coming. Um, we love listening to them so yeah. yeah thanks for those so goal of the month for September there wasn't uh, an abundance of choice unlike August so the three nominations that we put up were goal A was Jay Simpson's against Cambridge yeah good goal that. yeah Jay Simpson again against Wickham which was another great goal and Dean Cox's uh, wonder free kick against Northampton so you know it, we knew when we put these up who was going to win so before it even got announced Goal C, Dean Cox against Northampton. Uh, we knew that it would happen that way anyway. <laughs> yeah. It was unanimous on Facebook as well. Absolutely. Um, so well done, Dean. Absolute belter of a goal. Your second belter of the season, to be fair. Um, and, and it got us a, a justified, more than justified point in the last minute against Northampton. Yeah, and George Sessions went on to say about that goal. Who said, Dean was slightly unlucky to miss out last month, but this time his goal has to be the winner. At Nigel Edridge. Yeah, Idridge says, well, I suppose you had to put three on your list, but there was no need. Obviously, C, Dean Cox versus Northampton. Yeah, agreed. At Dulcet Day, he said, has to be Dean Cox versus Northampton. So cool under such pressure. A high-quality finish from a player who has genuine class. Yeah. Amen. That's so Fantastic. true. Fantastic. So true. At Kev Ka- Kevin Cowden said, has to be Dino's wonder strike at Northampton. Absolute sheer class. Hashtag, hashtag bend it like Coxie. Yeah. <laughs> and at Joe Watson, who said, definitely Cox's goal. He's too good for League Two. He's a top pro, he's loyal, and a genuine role model for kids nowadays. Do you know what? That's absolutely spot on. Yeah. He genuinely is. He's brilliant. So, uh, Sunday the 27th of December, the week that was, we're going to cover that now. Dean Cox dedicated his stunning equaliser at Northampton Town to everybody affected by the Shoreham air crash. Uh, Dean lives near Shoreham and helps set up a charity day to pay his respects to the victim of the accident. Cox said, that goal can go to all the people of Shoreham. There's a festival with a football match and I'll be there just to show my face and pay my respects. It'll be an emotional day. I'm looking forward to going there and hopefully that goal will put a smile on people's faces and hopefully it'll be a great day for everyone there. So, you know, top man Dean Cox. I mean, winning at being a human being at the moment in, in, in more ways than one. So, fantastic. Well done, mate. Absolutely. And on Monday, the 28th of September, Hedden had to say about the Northampton match. He said, when their goalkeeper is pulling out saves like he is pulling out, there's not a lot you can do. He's earned his money this week, and let's say that. We have the same at Cambridge, to be fair. We have played Cambridge and Northampton away, and both times their keeper was one man in a match. It was a superb performance by Smith, and I shook his hand at the end, and some days goalkeepers get inspired. Yep, yep fair point. I mean, yeah. 
what can you say? The, you know, the keeper has a weldy, he has a weldy, but it's happening a little bit too often <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, against us. More than our fair share we're getting, unfortunately. Now, Shoot um, award their League 2 goal of the weekend to Dean Cox for, for his game, uh, for his firecracker against Northampton, so that's fine. Yep, and normally we don't mention other teams, but we had to sneak this one in. Um, and we never like to see anyone made redundant. But in this case, we'll make a... A huge exception. A That's huge absolutely exception. Fine. So Steve Evans gets sacked from Rotherham. Yeah, Good. he's not liked in these, these parts. Absolutely. So, See you later, mate. Yeah, ta-da, fatty. Um, <laughs> the club also confirmed that defender Joe Maguire has returned to Liverpool after his one-month loan came to an end. Uh, a shame, as he never really got a chance to show what he can really do. But yeah, agreed. And when he came, you know, Brendan Rodgers spoke very highly of him. Um as did Alex Inglethorpe, who's the yeah. academy manager down there, ex-Orient Alex Inglethorpe. Yeah, and he didn't he didn't really get any game time. He played he against Luton as a centre back. Yeah. Um so shame there. Shame. Best of luck to Joe in his yeah. career and you know. He went straight out and loaned to Barnsley, I think. Yeah, you're right, he did. So Tuesday, twenty ninth of September. Yeah. Um Carlo at home. So an interesting stat. Uh in September, four of our, four out of our five away games in September had been away, so a bit of a strange one that. Yeah. But, just needs to show you have to make your home advantage account. Yes. It's massive. Yeah. So that brings us on to Tuesday night when we play Carlisle at home. Yep. Teams were lining up as Chisak as standard in goal. Shaw, Baldry, and Clahessi, standard back four. Payne, Moore, Pritchard and Cox yep. with Palmer and Simpson playing up front. Yep. And subs were Granger, Dunn, James, Moncur, Adjaman, Turgo and Kashkir. I think that is the standard team now. Yep. Um, standard starting starting eleven. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think the diamond's going away. I've it's, got to say, I think the diamond's to here to stay. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So the only change there is obviously Adjumang on the bench in place of the injured McCullum. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll we'll cover that in a bit. But you know, the diamond is continuing. That yeah. is his obviously favoured thing. You know, I yeah. don't know who he's got, where he's got that from or why he thinks that, but that's that's what he's obviously practiced and that's what they do. Yeah. And Sam Cass sent us a great tweet at Sam Cass nine. Uh, and I agree with this to some extent. Who yeah. said, "Boo, I'm becoming too negative at home." Turgot should be starting, and then we can bring on more or Pritchard in the last thirties to solidify. Which I agreed with. I thought against Carlisle, they were saying they had to be attacked. Who would have expected us to attack them? Maybe a missed trick there. Yeah. Um. So the match kicked off, and really we should have been one up within the first minute. Pritchard went through. Um. It got into a great position and scuffed his shot yeah, when he could have shot and scored. Or he had Simpson right in the middle waiting for the ball. And if that if that went in, mate, we would have won that 3 0, 4 0. If we would have scored in the first minute, we would have hammered them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, as, as the uh, half went on, we weren't very fluid or accurate with our passing, particularly in the first 15 minutes. Yeah, uh, 18th minute, Palmer scuffs a shot, following a decent cross from Shaw. Um, and it was just. Not one, not one of those nights really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. And we were rarely finding the decisive final pass. It was quite uninspiring, actually. It was a bit frustrating. Yeah. It was a lot of frustration being felt in the crowd as well. Yeah, definitely. 29th minute, we were slightly unlucky. A Clahessi cross eludes everyone except Cox at the far post. He headed back to Simpson. And Simpson's shot got deflected over for a corner when really, again... Should have probably been a goal. Yep. Yeah. Uh, playing the diamond means Carlisle comfortably keep possession when they have it. We're not pressing them enough because players are stretched too far, rather too narrow. Yeah. When we go too wide, they come through the middle. Carlisle had obviously done their homework yes. on us. 100%. Clearly scared. Yeah. And in the 36 minute, another Cox uh, cross found Simpson. And again, Simpson should be banging those in for fun at this level. Yeah. Uh, he misses an easy header, yeah. shall we say it best. Yeah. 
100%. 37 minutes. Uh, Clahessi's lackadaisical pass when he had arguably too much time in the 18-yard box amounts to nothing as another mi- missed opportunity. Yeah, I mean... Far I've... too laid back. I thought we were getting into some great positions and the final ball was really letting us oh, down. Yeah. And when the final ball was good, was good, we were just finishing it terribly. Yeah. Uh, in effect, yeah. Uh, 41st minute, this was a great effort. Cox tried his luck from about 25 to 30 yards. Great effort. Quite a bit out, wasn't he? He it was, was really... It looked further than that, but I think it was only about 25 or 30 yards. Great hit. Just clips the top just of the bar. Just clips the top of the bar, yeah. Yep. Shame. I know, it was a great goal. We were yeah. behind that as well. And just before half-time as well. So we yep. went in at half-time at nil-nil. Yep. Crowd was 4,408, which is decent for a Tuesday night for yeah, Carlisle really United, uh, with 284 travelling fans. I mean, great. Do you know what? Carlisle United, as small a club as you are, um, in terms of certain support, I mean, I know they get a pretty decent crowd, I think, actually. I'm going to take that back. But 284 away on a Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. That is a trip. My sister lives near Carlisle. That's at least a six and a half hour drive with no on a decent day with no traffic. I know we'd have been hitting the decent motorways in London at about four or five that when, is, when the traffic builds up. Yeah, that is leaving at midday. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? That's so, fair play to him. She's like, I only had one save to make in a half of a free kick. Very basic half. Lots of huffing and puffing, but no goals. Yeah. Again, the final ball really let us down. Um, something we did note though. Is that you noticed this? Our midfield is tiny. So our midfield diamond has got pain. And Cox, who are about five five at best, I would yeah, say. Yeah. With Pritchard more alongside them, who are both about five six, five seven. Really small Maybe midfield. Maybe five eight at a push. If those four come up against a midfield of four, big boys. Anyone at six foot is just really going to make it yeah. look a little bit. Yeah. But Pritch can jump though. To be fair. Yeah, he's got some good good leap. Um, so second half kicks off. A uh, couple of minutes into that, Cox C uh, takes a free kick from twenty five yards out, and again hits the crossbar. Superb effort. Brilliant effort. He, when he hit that, it looked like it was going well off target. Yeah, it just, it just dips. Yeah. Really unlucky. And then the 54th minute, uh, just wide from Sammy Moore, he turns and he turns just outside the box, curls a left foot effort wide. Didn't look, didn't look that close when I saw it, well, when we were actually watching it live, but on TV, yeah, almost, almost went in. And again, massive chance missed. Yeah. Um, followed up by the 55th minute, we went even closer, where Palmer had a header, and it hit the inside of the post and bounced straight back into the, the keeper's, keeper's arms, arms. Yeah, which was again so frustrating. From our point of view, it looked like it had gone in. It looked like it was in the yeah. south stand. So shame. Uh, Sixty minutes, nice build-up play, starting well within our own half. Uh, Clahessi drove into the box uh, and, and crosses, but Palmer headed it wide. Yeah, missed opportunity. Absolutely. And then sixty-fourth minute, typical Orient, a poor defending from a long ball over the top. Um, Essam in particular. In particular, yeah. Uh, Asamoah beats him for pace, gets himself into a good position. Yeah. And beats Chizak, he's near post with a low shot. Yeah. Completely against the run of play, but not that surprising, I would say. Um, and Carlisle went one up. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But it's not all doom and gloom, no. uh, fans, because as you'll probably know by now, by the time you <laughs> listen to this, uh, on the 65th minute, a corner was swung into the box and Baldry ro- rises... Uh, strongest and, and heads home with a fantastic bullet header it was, a, it was a fantastic header got oh, did, good pace just, on it actually have I got that wrong was he just running in and he just heads it yeah he just standing yeah so he didn't actually rise to, to, to head it home he just sort of ran in and, and met it really yeah. it was quite an emphatic header and yeah cue celebrations and cue oh, what I thought would, would, I thought would win after that I really thought we'd go on to win yeah. it was interesting though just before Baldry scored Hendon had Turgot ready to come on and we equalised, and then Hendon didn't bring Turk on, he no. sat back down. 
Missed, we, missed opportunity. Massive it? missed yeah. opportunity. Should have gone for it. Yeah, build some more momentum. So um, a few minutes later, Keith Curl uh, and Andy Hessenthaler, the Orient assistant manager, both get sent to the stands. But Curl still sits close to the dugout and appears to still be coaching his team, which is against the rules, we understand. So uh, they had a, I think it was a bit of a set two, probably nothing more than handbags. Actually, I think, I think it, was it was Hendon, Hendon it was that was Hendon having the word. Yeah. Hessenthaler goes in to be Calm the peacemaker and ends up being the one that kicks off. Eddie Hessenthaler doesn't look like any kind of peacemaker to me. No. But fair play to him, he's right yeah. in there. And Keith Carl's not a small lad, so go on, Hess. <laughs> show him, show him. You don't boss. mess with the Hess. Absolutely. So, um, 75th minute, the... Uh, Normal substitution, shall we say? Yeah. Turn it on for more, and we go four four two. Hold on, you, we we missed out the goal. No, we didn't. Oh yes, we did. Oh yes, we did. Seventy third minute. Yep. So seventy third minute. Um, terrible defending again. Um, and we get punished as Carlisle take the lead two one. They crossed it in. Pings around a little bit, didn't it? Proper pings around. Yeah. Ball dropped to their man, who kind of anticipated it really well. Kind of sat back for it, put his laces through it when the ball dropped to him. She's like no chance. Two one. Should have been dealt with. Really? Should have been dealt with. It should have been cleared out. Someone should have taken the ball by the horns and just taken the ball out and just cleared it out. Yeah, really no bad question. goal. Really bad goal to concede. Yeah. Um, then your substitution. Yeah, obviously following that goal. Uh, Perhaps uh, that should have happened. Earlier. Absolutely. Maybe that goal wouldn't have happened. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, and then nothing really happened following that. And in the 86th minute, cash cut comes on for sure. But uh, What's the point? Never understood yeah. that. Why do that? Too late. If you're winning and you want to run the clock down, fine. Even though they had 30 seconds on yeah, for each substitution. Yeah. If you want to take the sting out of the game, then you do a sub five minutes from time. But anyway, two minutes into injury, uh, two, two minutes into extra time, uh, added time. Turgut plays a golden chance over. I mean, I think he was all of about six or seven yards out. But I had, Maybe even ten at the very most. He shouldn't be missing them. Hendon said the keeper saved it, but I don't think he did. I don't think he did. But a great opportunity. It, the ball got to Simpson, who brought it down. And Simpson should have just taken it first time, but he didn't. He kind of laid it off. Yeah. Uh, to Turgot, it was in a good position to target. Maybe it's it's you for maybe the fact he's not forward. But yeah, blazed over the bar, and that was it really, wasn't it? After that, we got a corner. I think it was, and Chisak came up for it, and it was our last throw of the dice. Yeah. Um, nothing happened from that, and a full time whistle went, and we slipped to our first home defeat of the season, losing two one at home to Carlisle, which is a Rubbish result. Yeah, terrible. Least of all, women choosing that. Good for them, but not not for us at all. So, yep. Henry said post match, I haven't seen the stats, but I'd like to have a look at how many crosses we got in the game, how many opportunities we had, and shots on goal we had. It's not to do with the formation. For me at the moment, it's simply the rub of the green. That's a bit of a strange quote there. Like, it that did wind a few people up, and it, it doesn't matter how many crosses you have or how many shots on target you, ha- you have. All that matters is that full time result. Correct, because teams have come and had two chances and taken both those chances Absolutely. and gone away with two goals. That's what happens in games. It, yep. it, you know, all right, yes, you need to be creating, but if you're not putting them away, it's what's the point? Yep. He said he goes on to say, I know Ollie's had a great chance first half. Jay's had a chance on the edge of the box and missed the target. We've hit the woodwork three times and what more can we do? Uh score? <laughs> Um, it's just not going in at the moment. It's as simple as that. And so that defeat saw us slip down to fifth place on 18 points from 10 games. And now we're three points behind the lead, two leaders, Wickham. So this is Tuesday. Yep. And we're recording Saturday night after the game. So obviously things things will change. So yep. that's where we stood after the Carlisle game. So your views on the Carlisle game, yeah. Mr Levy? As, as he said, you know, we've hit the woodwork three times. Uh, twice from Cox, one the efforts and one from Ollie Palmer. Their keeper... 
other than other than those, really didn't have much to do generally. We huffed and puffed, didn't do much else. No opportunities for the strikers really in the second half. No no creativity except from Coxie. And why weren't changes made sooner? You know, as as we just mentioned, why give Cash get only a few minutes? What's what's he going to really do in that yeah. time? What what's to be achieved? Essam, for me, had a really awful game and sure doesn't look comfortable or confident with and without the ball. Um, so I thought, why not? <clears throat> why send Maguire back when you've got a left back at the moment that doesn't really yeah. look like he's yeah, he's that point. confident or comfortable? Yeah, I, th- I thought Shaw was having a good season, but. He definitely didn't look comfortable on Tuesday night. Yeah. It's a bit strange. I think that's what we do with confidence, really. It probably is. We had a, I was walking back to the station with Elliot Byrne and Mike Brown music, and, and we were talking about that after the game, really. Why, why do that? So, as I said last week, we're too predictable. They sat back a bit, let us come forward, knowing we'd cross it into the box. They crowded the penalty box up and really nullified any threat that we, we caused. They dealt with us no problem, and that's what average teams are doing to us. Yeah, they've got to sit back and they've wait. They've read us. Yeah, they know. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. it's not difficult to defend when you're pumping balls in the box. You just crowd the penalty box out and d- deal with it. So, But to balance the negativity out, to be sort of playing devil's advocate, you know, we've not won in five, but we've only lost two games in ten. So a bit of parity yeah. here, a bit of on that. And, you know, we have been creating plenty of chances. Perhaps we've lacked the quality or the cutting edge to bag those chances. So, obviously, no doubt, there was plenty of frustrating people venting on Twitter after the game. Some I thought were a bit over the top and others were quite reasoned. All, the, all good, though, because it makes for an interesting debate. Yeah, for me, my views on the game, I was bitterly disappointed, if I'm honest. Carlisle was one of those games you look at and you go, right, we have to win that. That should yeah. be an easy three points. The teams who get promoted... Are the teams who beat the teams like Carlo at home. Yeah. Uh, movement in the first half was good, but the final ball let us down all like too often. Uh, and it all went all the play in that half went through Clahessi. It was so predictable. Yeah. Although Clahessi's got a good cross and never makes good runs, but if you're an opposition manager, you would just be saying, get another man on the right, just mark Clahessi out of the game. Yeah. Uh, but when we did get the chances, our forwards were wasteful. Simpson wasted a good good few and so did Palmer. Um, Shaw looked like he was lost at points in that game Essam who has been great so far this season was poor was probably at fault for the first goal mm. um, and apart from Dino there was no spark there was no creativity um, and I was really disappointed that we didn't start with the four four two, and think that when at home the diamond isn't the best formation for us um, and what I'd written down is I know what plan A is which is a diamond I know what plan B is which is Turgot but is there a plan C because there needs to be one for nights like that when it's not going your way. Yeah, and that goes back to what I said either last week or the week before about the players using their own uh, intelligence to yeah. to work out work a way around it. Because you know, Ian and Andy can't be doing it all the time. You know, in game you've got yeah, to yeah, think yeah. yourself a little bit. So I don't know if they they're given that freedom. So uh, Matt Simpson from his blog, uh, which is West Stand at West Stando, uh, his blog is viewed from the West Stand. Is Ollie Palmer the new Sean Bat or Jonathan Tahuay? By this, I don't mean can he DJ or could he down a KFC family bucket in one gulp. <laughs> Brilliant. For those of you who know Jonathan Tahua, you'll know what that comment is about. But rather, is he a player that can only create impact from the bench? Because after a game-changing substitute appearance against Wickham Wanderers, the big striker hasn't done much in his two subsequent starts. And tonight, missed a couple of fairly presentable chances. Yeah, great point. 100%. 100%. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, and other views from you guys, at David G. Boone. Said the trouble off the pitch could not have helped, and the lack of strikers on the bench shows a weakness. Yeah, and there's loads of these. I mean, there's loads and loads and loads, and we're going to read out quite a lot of them. So, 
Uh, sorry if yours isn't mentioned, but we did have to be a little bit strict. But at El Coado said, all of my confidence in having a good season is rapidly melting away to be replaced by fear of mid-table obscurity. Yep, good point. At John Macker 1977 said, sorry boys, but we are so predictable. Hendon, bin the diamond. Two goals so far and using it, it doesn't work. At Richie J. Bourne, Orient is too predictable. Teams are snuffing out key players. Need to change the formation. It's just not working anymore. Yeah, at Gingery ID 81 said plenty of chances. Carlisle with pacey goal and a scrappy goal. Got to convert our chances. Another striker needed, maybe. And a good point. Carlisle just took their chances. Yeah, That's all they did. That's it. At David TH, 64301889. Front two appalling tonight. Worked hard but missed so many chances. Must bring someone in. At Joe Watts 9, so they couldn't make tonight. But every week we seem to dominate but don't win. Haven't won for five games, so something can't be right. Yeah, agree. At Josh, 34486. At the end of the day, if you don't take your chances, you don't win matches. The jury is still out on Hendon. Scrap the diamond. Yeah. Uh, at Valencia underscore Orient. Said possibly time for someone to swallow their pride and play Mackinac. Question mark. Yeah, yeah, really good point. At Ben LOFC, we have found out, we have been found out, taking only three points from 15, no de- squad depth and quality throughout to adapt to games and break teams down. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, good point. And when you see yeah. three points from 15, that's not a promotion one inside. It's not at all. Uh, at Sam Cast 9, said Carlisle made seven changes and still got a win. If Orient did that, three 17 year olds would play. Squad is far too small. A good point there from Sam. Yeah, really good point. At Samuel LOFC 97, we created chances like usual. Payne and Cox were probably the two players, in my opinion, that stood out as playing okay. Shaw was poor. Uh, at Bazal 73, said some great movement and passing, but totally lacking ideas up front, despite Palmer's best efforts. We should have won. No excuses. At Stephen 3338605, we are so limited... And it's been evident for ages. Hendon needs to show he can see it too. Uh, yeah, good point. At Smudge mm. underscore LFC. So I brought my Spanish colleague to Brisbane Road for his second game. Two games and two losses. He's not coming again. <laughs> yeah, Smudge, don't bring him again. Mate. Yeah, leave or him at home. Yeah. Uh, at G- GEB1983, quality group of players, appalling formation. Hashtag Liverani. Hey, Liverani. Uh, at Simon Bedford said, Carlisle were there for the taking, but our final ball, crossing and finishing let us down. We couldn't deal with the counter-attack. That's a good synopsis of the game, that one. Yeah, I'd agree. At Les LK52, we did not deserve to lose that. That's all I know. Got to find a killer ball. Um, You disagree with that, don't you? Yeah, I disagree with that because we've been finding that, but we've just not been finishing our chances. Yeah, at John W999 says, I don't think things are as black and white as the LOFC Twitter doom fest. Write to us questions, but all teams have bad runs. At PDR... Triple one two shouldn't be losing to teams like Carlisle. Still fifth from the top, three points from first. Take that at this stage of the season. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great point. You know, we've drawn and lost quite a few games this season. And if we would have won those, if we would have won those, we'd be out by ourselves. Very clear. Very true. Uh, At Orient Fan TV said first home defeat of the season. Second half was poor, but still fifth in the table. Three points from the top. Uh, it's not all doom and gloom. Yeah, nice rare, shun, uh, rare light there. Yep. At uh, Dunmark, very disappointing. I guess hitting the woodwork three times sort of, sort of supports Hendon's rubber the green comment. Yeah. yeah. At Rob underscore Ness underscore Syph, a disappointing first loss at home today. Couldn't capitalise on any position that we had. We need things to turn around quick. At Vince Howard 73, has the spirit of the camp been broken with the introduction of pain? No win since he arrived. We said that when he signed. We made a point saying, was it a good time to sign Payne? And I agree. And I doubt something it. Something that we haven't mentioned 
in the plan for later. But when he came off today, it was one all. We weren't winning. Uh, at David Sears, three. Said got exactly what we deserved. Simpson has got six goals this season, but should be on double figures by now. David Sears, that is a great point. Even though Simpson had scored six goals at this point, the guy maybe... Should be in double figures. Should be in double figures. Yeah. Great point. I like that. Well done, David. At Dear Stu, the only player that takes any credit from tonight is Payne. Shaw was woeful and is too complacent as he's got no competition. Hendon needs to stop being so stubborn and needs to quickly realise we need quality strength in depth. It's a fair, fair summary. Yeah, good point. I'd like to hear what people think on uh, Payne. For me, I, I don't think Payne is any better than Lloyd-Jones at all. Mm. That, I don't think he brings you any qualities that Lloyd-Jones doesn't bring you. Give us an email... Or give us a tweet to let us know what you think on Payne over James. I don't think Payne gives us anything that James didn't give us. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, at Craigie Downing, it's a gutted over the results tonight, to be honest. I was hoping we'd make Brisbane Road a bit of a fortress this year. Defending needs looking at. At Steve underscore Hope, for me, Cox was the only player that looked like he was going to make anything happen in the final third. Not enough quality up top. At Pete Kins said, we need reinforcements up top. Very light on the bench. At Brucey Boy 13, bring Lloyd James in the side. Lacking decent final ball in attacking third. Need to put chances away. Could have e- could have won 3-2 easily. Yeah, at Dirk Turk said, Nolan on the short-term deal to play behind Simpson. The Nolan raises <coughs> its head again. Yeah, it does. Is he still training with us? No, no, it's been very quiet on the Nolan. Very front. quiet. Uh, it's a good point, though. Uh, at DGCABC, creating enough chances will start converting them again. Worry for me is at the back. Need a decent left-back. And another centre back option. Well, we've got Alan Dunn on the on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Obviously and waiting for one of Baldry or Essen to yeah. be injured or go through a, a bad patch. Yeah, at Taser Junior said we played some great football, just couldn't find a net. McCallum obviously a huge miss tonight. Play like that though and we'll be fine. Yeah, Steve Cab one two one. I know it's disappointing, but we'll play worse than that this season and still win games. Yeah, good, good point. point as well. Absolutely yeah. good point. At Steve Edwards forty three said I think people need to calm down a bit. Dino's hit the bar twice, so I thought this wasn't going to be our night, but we have to move on. At Hopeboy291, should have won. Hit the woodwork three times. Turgut, Sitter and Pritchard first half ran out of steam and centre-backs worry me. Yeah, good point. And to finish the Carlisle synopsis, at really QB9 finishes it quite succinctly and says, unbelievable, yet completely believable. <sighs> That's a great way to end. That's a lot of tweets, isn't it? But a lot of different, lot of varying opinions, and 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 quite a few that there, there's a link to it to a lot of them as well. That it's frustration. That that's why the tweets are so great because it gives us views that we don't think of at all. Yeah. And and it's brilliant because it just highlights all the different views, all the different fans. So after matches, you know, we ask for people's tweets and send them along because it makes the podcast better. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it's brilliant. It's people better. see the same thing in a different way. Absolutely. And then have a different opinion of it. Yeah. Like, you know, we were talking today at the game and I thought someone had done quite well and you didn't and someone else did and someone else didn't. So, but watching the same thing and having a different opinion is cool. So Wednesday the 30th Mate, of there's, September. Mate, no, there's no different opinion. Adam Chickson was rubbish today. But we'll carry on. He wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh, uh, Wednesday the 30th of September, uh, Baldry... Um, interviewed uh, about Carlisle he said people might have said that at the start of the campaign that we had a bit of luck but at the moment it's the other way 
We are having matches where the opposition goalkeepers are man of the match every week, like at Cambridge and Northampton Town. And against Carlisle, the goalkeeper has made some unbelievable saves. Good quote there. But yeah, it's fair enough. I don't think uh, Carlisle goalkeeper no, made some unbelievable saves. I was just going to say that. I don't remember the Carlisle guy. One or saves. two, maybe, but certainly not like Northampton or Cambridge. Yeah, and almost 9pm, it was announced that Paul McCallum will spend at least six months on the sidelines after scans confirmed he's damaged <coughs> Excuse me, a cruciate ligament in his right knee. <laughs> so he's gone. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, he went for a scan. He 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 went to the doctors, got referred, had a scan on Wednesday, and sadly, he's going to be out for a, a good six months because he's he's damaged that, and, and and that's quite a common thing to do the cruciate ligament. I think the most common one is the anterior cruciate ligament, yeah, which is absolutely. I think the outside. But either way, it's it it's put him out. So yeah. Ian Hendon said. We're all devastated for Paul. He's had a great start to the season for us and was showing everyone what he was capable of at this level. Paul will be a loss for us, but knowing the type of character he is, I'm confident he can come back fitter and stronger from this experience. Yeah, Mr. McCallum, so, get well. Get well soon, mate. If You can't see it, but I'm doing the McCallum we salute. Do salute. We salute you, mate. Um, he was starting to build up a great partnership with Jay Simpson. Yeah. And it's really a shame that that has come to an end. Yeah. Um, because I don't think so far, Palmer doesn't have the same relationship yet with Simpson they're not at that advanced <clears throat> stage yeah where McCullum was with Simpson yeah 100% um, so yeah all we can do is wish him the best and on Thursday the 1st of October this is brilliant in an amazing balls up by Crawley it was announced that our match away to them next weekend was postponed due to international call ups as Crawley have Freddie Woodman away with England under 19s Liam Donnelly away with Northern Ireland under 19s Josh Yorworth away with Wales under 21s and Shamir Fenelon away with Republic of Ireland under 21s but shortly after the match got called back on because Woodman and Donnelly are on loan from Newcastle and Fulham and the fixture can only be postponed if the club has three players contracted to that club who are away and because two players are on loan it's back on two out of the four are on loan so Which they don't brilliant. actually own them so if you like own them sorry, yeah. it's not a so it's good for us. word yeah absolutely good for us good time yeah. to play them yep so, also on Thursday, uh, good luck to Victor Adebayejo, who has joined Hemel Hempstead on loan, as well as Sandra Sem- Sandro Semedo, who has joined Welling on loan, and Montel Adjiman, who has joined Grey's Athletic on loan and played last night. He played on Friday. Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Friday night, and they lost, I think. Yeah, they lost 3 1, but great experience for them, and yeah. I think they'll be playing first team football. And Hendon said that he wanted to get them out on loan and playing proper men's football yeah. Um, anyway. So, yeah, good for them. Yeah, Friday, 2nd of October. Uh, a loan sign for us as left back Adam Chickson signs on an initial one month loan deal from Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, 24 year old links up with us for the second time in his career as he had had a free game loan spell back with us in 2012. Ian Hendon said, We are delighted to bring someone of Adam's quality to the club. He's played a large number of games in League One despite only being 24, has plenty of experience under his belt. Some of you may remember him from his previous loan with the club, and I'm looking forward to working with Adam. We are still looking to strengthen the squad further though. And we continue to cast our eye over several potential options. He only played three games for us in 2012, so yeah. if you forget him, he's, it's quite understandable. understandable. Yeah. yeah, but our fault's a decent signing, and League Two should be his bread and butter, really, if he's yeah. already a Championship defender and got a good experience at League One. Um, and about the end of that quote from Hendon, where he says several potential options, you'd think he'd be looking at a forward. You'd be amazed if he was looking at anywhere else, or yeah. if a forward wasn't his priority. Yeah, absolutely. At Ian Manny Rennie, John tweeted us saying, really pleased with this signing, good experience and can teach Shaw some things. Hopefully a striker next. Yeah, at Boggs Dollocks 1. Got to be very slowly there when yeah, I say that. So, uh, 
Great signing. Well done to the management for recognising our weak points. We just need a goal-scoring forward. <clears throat> uh, at Forza Orient, clearly Hendon heard me scream all the way from the north stand that we need a new left-back. <laughs> well done, Hendo. Brilliant. So that brings us on to today, Saturday the 3rd of October. Uh, this morning, the under-18s beat Northampton 2-0 in the Youth Alliance Cup with the goals coming from Karoma and Abrahams. Names that we're repeating again. We yeah. mentioned these names in last week's and episode. an assist from Henry Osh... Ocheng. Ocheng. So well done, guys. Really good. And to be Love fair, it. you know, three big names from that youth team have gone out on loan. And we still won 2 0. And I think probably you're going to Uwuzu going out on loan very soon. I'd imagine. And so. more players from that team. So a great win. Yeah. Great win. Well done, boys. Absolutely. So Notts County at home today. The team was Chisak in goal, Chickson, Baldry, Essam, and Clahessi. Payne, Pritchard, Moore, and Cox were your midfielders, and Palmer and Simpson. Right front, your subs were Granger, Dunn, Shaw, James, Monker, Turgut and Kashka. Yep, so Chizak started, which was a surprise to us, as we all thought he was going to be on international duty. Um, but no surprise for us to see Chickson start, and it was announced that Chizak is actually flying out for his international match tomorrow, uh, which is 24 hours later than initially thought. Uh, Hendon said it was very kind of the Australian FA to allow us permission to play him and not to be stubborn about the situation, which yeah, is brilliant. So well done, yeah. Love it, yeah. Notts County made nine changes to their lineup. That's crazy. That's almost, well, that's Liberani esque, isn't it? Crazy. But, but they've got a squad of over 40 players, so. Very big squad. They're going to want to make some changes. And they can drop a, a striker who cost them 100k you they bought, yeah, what, two months ago? Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Mental. Really it's mental. Mad. So, a few tweets we got. Uh, first, from at MS Orient said, why not targeting for pain? Simple. Four four two. At Rob MCC sixty eight. Is Hendon a big Shirley Bassey fan? He seems to believe diamonds are forever. Brilliant. <laughs> you like that one, didn't you? I did like that one. So the match kicked off and in the seventh minute we were unlucky not to take the lead. Great ball in from the right from Clehesi, found more at the back post, more volleys, and brings out a good save from Loach. Yeah, that was a good save. Um and five minutes later in the 12th minute, Baldry header from a corner was well saved by Loach again. From the rebound, Essam is pulled down in the box, but the penalty was not given. And it looked blatant from where we sat because they were kicking yeah. towards the south stand in the first half. It looked like an absolute blatant penalty. Essam was pretty much screaming at the referee. It looked like a penalty to us. Yeah. And at that point, Loach had made two good saves and you're thinking, we're not going to have this again, surely. Yeah. Um, He's a decent keeper though, Loach, and the ref was poor. Very good keeper. Um, in the 19th minute, we take the lead, Cox put in a free kick, Baldry uh, got up really well, uh, headed it, and the ball came out to Pritchard, who done a beautiful little scoop over the top of their yeah, defence. Yeah, he did. Uh, their defence tried to play the offside trap, which left Moore by himself with the ball dropping to him, yeah. giving him a one-on-one, and he calmly smashed it, didn't he? Followed it really Fatic. beautifully. Great Brilliant. finish. Yeah. Sent the keeper the wrong way. We want one up. Um, and great to see us take the lead and take advantage of the early pressure we were having, something that we haven't done recently. Uh, in the build-up, Baldry um, got a really nasty head injury, didn't he? he was down for quite some From time his header, yeah. after the goal was scored. And Baldry was causing all kinds of havoc in that box. It seemed that every time we got a corner or a free kick, Baldry was winning it like quite convincingly. Yeah, yeah very comfortably. Yep. So, uh, in the 28th minute, a superb Clahessi cross, which ends up with Simpson heading on target. But the keeper makes a great reflex save to deny him. From point blank range, that should have been two 0 Simpson should have scored that game, that that chance, 100%. and the match should have been over. So Clancy put the ball in. It came off their defender, which kind of presented Simpson with a chance that he probably thought he wasn't going to get. But even so, you got to be alert. He's got times. the goal, goal at his mercy. And if you put it, if you put it to his left, it would have just gone in. But he tried to go to his right, and that's where the keeper was going. And Lunch made a good save, but 
and you score those goals. If that goes in, yeah. cruising. Yeah. Um, so have a chance missed. Yeah. Um, and then we were in complete control, weren't we? Really. Yeah. First really. Half, really comfortable. Good passing, good running, but with a little end product. Story of the season, think, which is the last five games, nice, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Um, forty third minute. Notts County made the sub as Sheehan was right is forced off for an injury, and Adam Campbell came on. He was tiny. Uh, he was a number twenty four. On loan from Newcastle. Yeah, we yeah. thought we thought this was tactical. Yeah, we um, thought it was a bit strange, like a minute or two before half time to yeah. be making a change. But, but it was it was an injury, but the sub definitely changed the game. Yeah. So half time whistle went, and we go in at one 0 which was good. So yeah, we had loads of chances again. Tail of the last five or six games didn't bury them. Absolutely dominated the play at times, and should have been at least two 0 up. And their manager should have been arrested for his jacket. It's a bit funky, wasn't it? It's a bit Ron manager, modern day sort of chavy Ron manager esque type no, jacket. No need for a jumper like that. Um, um, attendance five one nine three. Good, yeah, good turnout with three hundred and seventy seven away. Decent support that. Yep. So second half kicked off and people were barely back on their seats before Notts County pulled off a slick pass and move. There, Campbell, who just got on the pitch before half time, got the ball, went on a decent little run, um, took out a few players, got it into the box uh, to Mc, McLeod whatever his name is McLeod McLeod got the ball out to John Stead who was unmarked John Stead experienced striker at this level doesn't yeah. miss opportunities given to him like that yeah and Chickson was at full after 45 minutes of all that hard work yeah gone within 30 seconds of the, yeah. of the match kicking off I don't know why Chickson wasn't at that left back position I think, I don't I don't think they all got dragged I think because that 24 had taken out a few different players and they, they just worked the ball really well when Chickson got dragged down into the central role, which meant Stead was all by himself. But good, Unbelievable. So, it still so annoys me to see that. Okay. So disappointing. So, uh, first 10 minutes of the second half, Notts County really, with all the possession uh, and attacking threat, dominated. And it just goes to show how important it is that we, you know you have to take your chances. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, they've undone all our hard work from the first half by scoring absolutely. literally 30 seconds, yeah. 40 seconds in the second half. Yeah, in 51st minute, Notts County with a chance to go 2-1 uh, up. Stead gets his shot away. And fair play to Conor Essam. He had a bad match on Tuesday night, but he was outstanding today. He was. And I he, thought he was going to get owned today. Yeah, he done really well. He done really well. I mean, he was playing against two strikers at that level, really experienced. Yeah. Uh, he 100%. made he makes a great block from a stead shot. Really, really good block. That, that's a goal saving block. That's almost as important it's as a, a game changing block. That. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fifty eight minutes. Alex Chisak makes a superb save with his feet from point blank range. Absolutely brilliant, and and that was another game changer as well. Absolutely, that's two in the space of ten minutes there. Yeah, and then Hendon kind of doing a sub earlier than normal. Uh, he does one in the sixtieth minute as Turgot come on for Payne. Yeah, and we go four four two. A bit surprising to see Payne come off, but Payne doesn't really fit into a four four two because he plays so deep. Yeah, he only really fits into the diamond. Or if you're going to play someone in the anchor four two or four one formation, which we thought we were playing a four one three two formation before yeah. that. So mostly Route 1 football for Morin in the second half, which is obviously quite boring. Uh, obviously Palmer was the target man. Do we miss McCallum more than we first thought? I think we definitely do miss McCallum more than what I thought we did. Yeah, absolutely. So on the 79th minute, so fast forward 19 minutes, uh, Simpson puts away our second from three yards out. As Glahess's shot is too hot for Loach to hold. The ball spills out to Simpson and he makes no mistake from a couple of yards out. Orient 2-1 up. The pressure gets released from around the stadium and it's just quite euphoric, actually. Yeah, it, it, it got to that point where the game was becoming quite stop-starty. It was yeah. becoming uncomfortable. No side was really getting into it. So we needed that. Yep. Good run from Turgot. Presented Clehessi with a bit of space. Yep. Good shot from Clehessi and Simpson. 
doesn't miss, doesn't miss from that that close. No. And we go two one up. Yep. And in the highlight of the day, really now. Oh, take a bow. Take a bow. Eighty fifth minute. Uh, contender for goal of the season. Moore gets the ball from about 35, 30 yards out. Defence back off and back off. He looks up. <coughs> and you. basically, he, he, he literally stand. He, he can see that they're, they're, uh, he can see that they're, uh, that they're all backing off him and he basically thoughts, thinks, stuff it, I'm going to take a shot here. So from a full, it, what looked like 30 yards out, absolutely smashes it. And I thought sat there, it looked like it was actually going over the, the crossbar, but it just dips at the last minute and goes into the top right corner. And literally, it absolutely just spanned straight in, in there. And it was absolutely fantastic. A superb goal. You won't see much better than that. It's so good, I can barely breathe and can't stop coughing <laughs> when I think about it. <laughs> uh, but no, the defence backed off, gave him the opportunity. He looked up. He'll never hit a sweeter ball than that in his life. Yeah. Beautiful. From the moment he struck it, he knew that was in. Brilliant goal. Beautiful to see from the back of the south stand. Yeah, like the way from, from a distance, and you just you could see the the, the track the trajectory of the ball. And it just went in that top right corner. Beautiful goal. Well done, Sammy Moore. Absolutely brilliant. Yep. Uh, Eighty six minute done comes on for Simpson, and we kind of shut up shots. Consolidating. Yeah, absolutely. Three minutes into additional time, it was an amazing save from a McLeod header by Chisak from from about six yards out. Fortunately, McLeod was or not that it mattered, but McLeod was offside. But Chisak still made. He was still alert. At the right until the end of the game, and, and he made a, a great, great save. Yeah, full time whistle in win, rocking all over the world rings out. Three points, we win 3 1, and great to win. Ian Hendon said it was tough today, and that wasn't an easy game at all. <clears throat> Our lads matched them physically. We gave a little bit away in the height and size department, but I was really pleased with how we battled. About more, he said, the second was special. He hit one at Cambridge, which got tipped over deep into injury time, so he's got that in his locker, and let's hope he gets a few more. Yeah, so at Dulcet, Dave tweeted a uh, post-match uh, press interview. Sammy Moore explained that the second was the best of his career. Sammy said that the club deserves to be back at a high level. The fans have been incredible. It's a small squad, but a really good one. If we can keep injury-free, we could be a real force this season. Yeah, and then after the game, at Matt Baldry 5 went on to tweet, who said, thanks for the messages. Just back home now from hospital. Everything is OK. Just went down from a 9 out of 10. To a 7 out of 10. He's very modest, isn't he? He's obviously referring to himself in terms of how attractive he is. Ah, Trebon, Trebon. Trebon, yeah. He also said, great win, mind. Um, So obviously he went to hospital after the match. And in Hendon's post-match comments, he said that... He's going off to a plastic surgeon in London to to have that looked at. So it's obviously quite a nasty, nasty cut. Yeah, he's done very well to play, but he had a fitness test, didn't he? At half-time, he came out and headed a few balls. Just to make sure he was all right. Yeah. He had to wear a specially adapted sort of... Peter Check. Peter Check hat, yeah. Um... Yep, George Sessions said Hendon confirmed he's looking to bring more bodies in. Somebody that has played at this level before or higher, not a youngster. He's been speaking to a few clubs and is hopeful he can sort something out next week. He didn't confirm it was a forward, but obviously we all know it is. Yep, so watch his space. It's stupid to bring someone else in and fill up rather than strike. Yeah, I, re- I reckon a good loan forward signing who's going to come in and start, and I think we'll see Palmer back on the bench. Yep. Um, yeah. So that win, so yeah, that win lifts us to third place in League Two. Uh, so we've played 11, won 6, drawn 3, lost 2, 21 points, goal difference is 7. Plymouth for top on 23 points, so we are only 2 points behind first place. Yeah. So it's still, it's an open division massively. Yeah. All to play for. Yeah, absolutely. So congrats to at LesLK52, at Orient Fan TV, at PDR1112 and at The Authentic Gaz. 
and a bonus point who predicted 3-1 to the O's today. So Orient Fan TV, join at George Gerks, at Peter LOFC, at Simon Bernstein and at Tommy Tealeaf at the top of our prediction league. So it's getting really close. Yeah, to it is. There, so yeah? all you do is tweet us uh, what you predict the score to be. You now get bonus points for scorers because it's going to be good to kind of get different points on the board. So we've got five people leading it now. So it's wow. starting to get very congested up there and there's loads of people on the outskirts. Um, so all you got to do is just tweet us with your score prediction on the morning of the match or a couple of hours before. Which you'll tweet and yeah. we'll tweet and, and tell people when. So And that's it. So your views on today, Mr Levy? Yeah, very pleased very pleased with the win. We look bitty at times, we look switched off at times and we've got to cut out some of the mistakes really. I can't really see us doing too much if we're not going to cut out some of the mistakes. I thought Conor Essen wasn't, was going to be given a really tough time by their front two today. Uh, he was, but he dealt with it extremely well and made a couple of really, really crucial blocks. Great to have Chisek back, uh, but again, you know, two contrasting games in, in, in a week. Uh, it's, it's a bit inconsistent. I'd like to see a bit more consistency from us. Obviously delighted that we've got three points on the board. Uh, we obviously have deserved more from games, but like we keep saying, if you don't put your chances in the back of the net, you're not going to win games. So, Absolutely. Uh, we need new faces in. It's obvious we need a couple of new strikers in on loan, people that are going to challenge the likes of Simpson and Palmer to keep them on their toes, get their sharpness. Um, and, and, and I think that, you know, onwards to Crawley and see what happens at Crawley next week. Yeah, we were linked with John Mark, Mark Marquis. We've been linked with him, but I don't I, know where I, that's come from. I wouldn't mind that, though. He got 8 and 20 in League One last year. Yeah. It's pretty good. I wouldn't mind. I think it'll be someone like that. Yeah, probably will. Um, probably will. Happen. Someone who's out of favour at a, champ, uh, a League One yeah. club, no doubt. Yeah. Yep, so my views on today, a good win. We should have been out of sight by half-time, really. Again, if Simpson scores that head at 2-0, we go and cruise out, but we let them back in it. Um, and we won, yeah. so that was good. Second half was probably the worst half of football that I've seen this season from us, until Simpson's goal. Mm. It was a bad 35 minutes, we didn't look good. Um, saying that more, seems to be fitting into the team really well. Two good, well... A good goal from Moore for his first, an absolutely exquisite goal from Moore for his second, yeah. which is just brilliant. I thought Essen done really well after the game he had on Tuesday night. He'd done really well. And Baldry defended really well, but sometimes his distribution is still lacking slightly. Alfred Moran thinks he'll be player of the season. <coughs> he'll be player of the season come the end of the season. Baldry. It's got a very good shout. A very good shout. Um Adam Chickson. Not your cup of tea, is he? No, not for me. He's no he didn't bring anything that Shaw didn't bring. But we'll see. He's only yeah. played one game. Yeah, and someone else said that while we were walking. I was walking home with him. Matt, Matt said that. Matt Turk said that he didn't really do much difference in Chick- terms of going forward or defensively. He didn't really do much different to, didn't, to didn't, what didn't what do Shaw anything different from Shaw. No. Fair enough. So those are our views. Your views at Tommy Man too. So we've been creating the chances today. We put them away. At Gavin B one double O one, I didn't go, but just happy with a vital victory. At John Macca nineteen seventy seven, said great first half, but same old Orient. We make life difficult for ourselves. We need to kill teams off when the opportunity comes. Couldn't agree with you more there, John. 100%. At Rob underscore Nez underscore Scythe. What a goal, Sammy Moore. Shouldn't have been as tight and should have finished them off in the first half, half but three good points. Yeah, SJP Divine said, our defence fell asleep when we started the second half. A superb third goal, though. Hashtag goal of the week. Yeah. At Betts, best snooker JP... What a great second goal from Moore and he deserved the Man of the Match award. Crawley, here we come. Come on, you Oaks. Yeah, at Tom underscore Smith underscore X said, that was the definition of top bins from Sammy Moore. <laughs> at John underscore Grove 01, I'm just putting this out there now. Sammy Moore for Gold of the Month and Man of the Match. That was a great goal today. And you've got to think, that will probably win Gold of the Month, even though that was the first 
goal of the month. Goal of the month. But that means when we kind of do our goal of the season already, There's you've got Turgot against Stevenage, yeah. Cox against Northampton, yeah. and Sammy Moore. Cox against Dagenham as well, maybe, yeah. for the free, same free That's kick. four brilliant goals already. Already. We're only two months into the three and, two and, months into the season. And everyone was saying after Turgot's goal, that won't be bettered. Take a bow, Leighton Orient. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Len M4 said, solid performance, a vital win in what looks like a very tight division, especially against a fellow relegated team. Uh, Taser uh, Junior says, a great win today, however, another sloppy goal. We also need to keep it on the floor when we were passing it. When we were passing it, we dominated. And at Sam Harbour, 97, said, much better when Blair Turbot came on. We started to play again and scored. And also, take a bow at Sammy Moore. At Ben LOFC finally says, Massive corner turn today, back to winning ways, and were again the better team. Scoring when on top makes all the difference. Yeah, absolutely. We've also had some tweets coming since we started recording. So at uh, Chris Kane, 1992, said, Reflection on today, battled well and played good football at times. Class showed towards the end. Team spirit is still there. So thanks for that, Chris. <laughs> at my, that's the first time I've seen this one. At Mike Brown Music says, Still not impressed. Should have been out of sight by half time. Notts County better our second half. Took a follow up and a worldie to win. So yeah, yeah fair enough. Good point. Add at Tom P nineteen eighty four. So looking at the stats and the highlights, we once again dominated. Today we converted, whereas we just couldn't in our other games. So great tweets and yeah. you know, coming to you live from our and Outlook podcast towers. Live tweets as live, they happen. Yeah, that's exactly it. So thanks very much for getting in touch with us. So we'll do the positives and negatives yep. now just to finish off this week. It's been quite a bumper episode because we've had two games and loads yeah. and loads of opinions. But yep. positives, you want to do the positives? Yeah, I'll do it. So positives, we've scored four goals this week, including an absolute wonder goal. So there's goals in this team after us saying that there might not yeah. be. So, you know, that's good. A second positive. Go Sorry, on. just to tag on to that, it's good that we're not just reliant on the strikers to score goals, that they're coming from the middle yeah. of the field and the defence as well, which is a sign of a good team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Second positive, much improved performance today versus Notts County, who are a better team than Carlisle. Yep. Um, and lastly, it's great to get a win in your first match in October after a winless September. 100%. Negatives, poor loss against Carlisle. Yep, so like we said, if you're going to get promoted, you've got to you've be got Carlisle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, McCallum is out long term that's obviously uh, quite damaging for us uh, and the squad's looking a little bit too light yeah but again uh, we expect to see one or two new faces at Brisbane yeah. Road this so, week yes yeah in time for the game next week against Crawley so Bloody hero so. of the week undoubtedly this week well it's funny because I was saying before the inevitable wonder strike that we should do it to this guy and we were a bit undecided um, but his 85th minute wonder goal has just concluded it or brought it together. So, it, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Sammy Moore. Sammy Moore, well, well done, done mate. Brilliant. Great week, getting off the mark for the O's. Two goals in that match, and that second goal, sweet as, sweet as. So, well done, mate. So, next week, fish, fixtures, only one next week. We've got Crawley away, which is definitely on. So, don't listen to the Crawley website or anywhere else. It's definitely on. It's been so, removed from the It's been removed, yeah. yeah. So, Crawley, uh, they beat Newport away today 3 0. But they're 21st in the league. So for me, going away to the team who are 21st in your division and your third, that, that's got to be a must-win match. And if we have a new striker in place, he'll be eager to get off the mark. And that team, especially people like Moore and Cox, they'll be full of confidence. And Simpson, got to win games like that. I know, I know we don't have a good record at Crawley. 
but generally we don't know got to win that next week yeah. really got to win that they're going to be on the teams who we've got to beat yeah it's a bit of a home match for Dean Cox yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, and on a lighter note yeah absolutely next week um, is our friend and Orient substitute Orient Outlook podcast substitute <laughs> Graham uh, Graham Levy is getting married next Sunday so yeah. due to this episode 48 will be recorded on the Monday yeah and all being well we'll get that out Monday night so sorry to those of you who um, download it on the Sunday night ready for work on the Monday but you just have to do it on the Monday yeah well, ready we'll for be Tuesday. at Graham's wedding so Graham well done in marrying your sweetheart the yeah. one um, Tammy Tammy so, yeah, yeah. So. We'll, I'll be there so uh, that's why we won't be able to do that yeah so that's it that's yeah. it for this week isn't it it's yeah. been a massive massive show this week we've yeah. had so much to get through so 50. sorry for those of you that like the shorter one but yeah. it just can't be done yeah 56 minutes and counting so thank you for joining us for episode 47 so Two home games played this week with our first home loss followed by a long-awaited win uh, with another one to go included. So we've been more on the spot this season. We're third in the league and we're back in the automatic promotion spots. So we've got to be happy with this and on we go to next week. So as Paul said, we'll be back with episode 48 next week with all the information and views that you could ever need. So we look forward to hearing from you as always. Keep calm. Have a great week. Listen to the Orient Outlook podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Up the O's. Up the O's. Thank <laughs> you.